We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. This is going to help you this year to be, drum roll, the best believer possible. <laughs> it's my Joel Osteen message, Jack. I'm going there tonight. But <laughs> being the best believer possible. Amen. And, and this is serious, though. I'm laughing, but it's very serious because as we mature, God begins to depend on us when we mature. Did you know that? When you mature, God is ready to use you. He's waiting on maturity. He's waited on you to fall in love with his process. Yeah, that's what he's waiting on. He's waiting on your commitment, your commitment, whether it's to work in the ministry or just be in the ministry, to, to, to come in here, dive in first. There's so many of you that have bought in, but you haven't all, bought all the way in, and God is waiting on you to buy all the way in so he can use you for something. Yeah. See, don't think God is going to call you out on your island of Patmos and use you. That's not what he's going to do. He created this. He created a fellowship for you to learn how to handle his responsibilities. That's what church is. Yeah, it's your training ground. This is where you get empowered to do what you're going to do. Am I telling the truth, Elder? Yeah, you, so you can't take it for granted. I know folks have dog church and going to church and all that. It's not popular anymore. No rules, no religion. I know all of that's the new thing now. But I'm telling you, this is where God, he created this. He said the gates of hell are not going to prevail against it. And this is where what, uh, the, 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 the scripture that Elder read, this is where the prophets, the pastors, the, uh, the gifts and everything, this is where they're formulated. This is the beginning of it. This is where you get qualified. Yeah, people see Paul, he knocked off his horse and the next day he was preaching. No, he wasn't. The next day he was blind. And he had to go submit to a preacher. Then he had to go get training. Look at somebody say training. He had to get trained. Amen. He had to get trained. And during that training, he had to be committed. He had to show up when he was supposed to show up. Be where he needed to be. I can't get amens in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God wants you to do that here. God's word states that perilous times are coming in the last days. This is the key to what we should be fighting against. And I don't know a lot of, I mean, I don't know if other preachers do this or whatever, but that's kind of how I look at things. I look at the opposites of things. So I'm going to look at what the word says is going to be bad. And then I'm going to know what I need to do to not be that. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just flip it. So that's kind of how I do things. So Romans 8 and 13 says, for if we live after the flesh, ye shall what? But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall what? Live. The Bible lists the sins that will make our times perilous. And that's what's important. He lists the sins. He said perilous times will come. And then he lists the sins one by one to tell you what was going to make it perilous. Right? So we should take heed and war against these sins so they will not be named among us as true believers. This first John 3 and 8. He that committed sin is of the what? For the devil sinned from the beginning. So what he's saying is committed sin means practices sin. So he that sets himself up in a lifestyle that is practicing sin. 
he is of the devil. And that's what a lot of the sins now are. People are accepting these as the way I am, the way I'm going to be. And the Bible said that they are of the devil. He that committed sin is of the devil. The devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest that he might do what? Destroy the works of the devil or destroy these sins. So you can't practice sin in a new created, newly created body because that makes you of the devil and not of God. Amen? For, I mean, though we may be guilty of these sins in our past and present, we must repent and turn from them in order to be what? Healed. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and do what? Turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and do what? This is where healing comes in. Second Timothy 3 and 1 tells us exactly what this time is going to consist of. This know also this is the last day uh, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such do what? Turn away. Don't be friends with these folks. For of this sort are they that creep into the houses that lead captive silly women, laden with sins, led away with divers lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of what? Corrupt minds. Reprobate, meaning that they don't even care about the faith. They only care about what they want. So when we talk about this list, I'm going to go back through this list of sins that are going to make our times perilous. You know what perilous is, right? That's just bad times, right? Bad times, the opposite of good times, bad times, okay? Those are perilous times. And what's going to make the times or what is making our time, because I believe we're in that time that he was talking about, What's making this time perilous is what folks are doing, right? It's what people are doing that's making the times perilous. So there are sins responsible for causing us to live in peril. Amen? So we're going to go over these sins just like he listed them, but I'm going to flip the sin and we're going to take the opposite of the sin to show what we're supposed to be doing. All right? First one, the Bible says, in this day men are going to be what? Lovers of themselves. The opposite of loving yourself is giving, uh, expecting nothing in return. Lover, a person that loves himself is selfish. Right? A lover of self is selfish. That's selfishness. That's where we are now. A lot of our issues, different things we've been through makes us selfish. Meaning that makes us consider ourselves because we felt like we weren't considered enough by whoever raised us. Right? So whoever raised us didn't do what they, we think they should have done. So that makes us feel entitled to more than the person that got what they should, what we feel they should have got when they were growing up. Do y'all understand what I just said? So we feel entitled. 
Uh, that's a person that's living, you know, growing up with divorced parents. And they go spend time with their father, go spend time with their mother. A lot of times they'll run a guilt trip on both of them. They'll run a guilt trip on their father to try to get more because they feel like their father owes them more since he decided not to be in the house. And there's entitlement there. Well, if that's in the child, in the child's development, then the child develops into that. So as they get older, they start looking. If it's a girl, she starts looking for that for men. She feels entitled to certain treatment. And she's selfish. Same with a man. And he grows up feeling entitled. And he's selfish. Yeah. So you ask him, so why didn't your relationship work with that with that guy? Oh, you know, he was, you know, he, 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 he just wasn't doing what I needed him to do for me. Yeah, that's what they say. Oh, I hear it all day long. You feel really entitled to him doing something. Girl, you ugly. You should have took him. You should have acted right. Look at you. What are you entitled to? Hair ain't combed. They ain't, you, you ain't trying to look nice. Nothing. You, what you entitled to? Uh, an extreme makeover? And ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you, amen. I tell these single women all the time, girl, you better fix yourself. Don't be coming in with your hair like that. Oh, I will pull you to the side and tell you, girl, you trying to get a husband. You can't take a day off. You can't take a day off. That might be the day. Hey, he came in just on a horse that day. Like, what's that horse doing in here? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh I'm picking. Prince Charming came to service <laughs> with a javelin and a suit of armor and your head was just tacky. No days off, amen. But a lover of self, <laughs> I'm so far from the subject, but a lover of self. So we need to give without expecting anything in return. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about time. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about care. I'm not expecting somebody to do something. Boasters. The Bible said in the last days people will be boasters. What's the opposite of that? Rejoicing with others' accomplishments. That's how you combat boasting. Talking about your accomplishments. Instead, talk about other people's accomplishments. Celebrate what they do. Amen. Amen. That's how you do it. Just practice doing that. Shut up. It comes in your head. Just nope. I'm not going to say I'm going to say something about what somebody else is doing. I'm going to congratulate them. I'm going to feel good with them. Amen. No one likes a boaster. You get talked about the minute you walk away. You really do. Proud. The opposite of that is meek. Who was meek? Jesus was meek. The Bible says meek and lowly. Meek is not weak meek is meek y'all think jesus was weak think again amen he went and turned over the tables in the synagogue and dared anybody to mess with him and nobody do nothing y'all ain't hear about it and then they threw jesus out nobody all them pharisees and everything was talking all that noise oh yeah we go oh yeah 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 jesus went and tore everything up and then looked like okay now what what you gonna do pharisees jesus is meek so that means he was, you know, he kept his anger under control. 
but proud is when you feel, you know, you're better than you are. Meek is when you feel others are better than you. Amen? Jesus came. And see, the, the, the key about being meek is focus. And that's what Jesus was. Jesus was so focused on what God had called him to do and what God had, you know, God's instructions for him and what he had to do. He was so focused on that until he wasn't going to let anything jeopardize that. He wasn't going to let anything get in his way. Jesus came here knowing he could not sin. So he wasn't going to let anybody provoke him to sin. Blasphemers. Blasphemers. The opposite is reverencing God and respecting his leaders. What's a blasphemer? That's a person that basically discounts the faith, discounts God, discounts God's people. That's a person that speaks out against what God is doing. And the opposite of that is to reverence God and respect his leaders. Keep your mouth off God's leaders. Can I say that again? Man, you are inviting all kinds of calamity in your life when you put your mouth on God's leaders. Now, God chooses leaders to deal with leaders. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He raised up prophets in the Bible and called them prophets, and they were the only ones that could go speak to the king. Yeah, and they could call out the king. John the Baptist was in the wilderness eating wild locusts and honey and was calling out the king, straight calling the king out. And he had so much power that the king was scared of him. A wild man in the wilderness. But the power of the Holy Ghost was on him. And Jesus said he's the greatest prophet that ever lived. But he was licensed by God to do it. Not the people. That's a sign of maturity. But that's all blasphemers. And that comes from the way you were raised. That comes from, you know, certain things that happened to you. And you feel like things were unfair to you. And so you'll do that. You'll begin to just blaspheme and say things that you're not, you say things that you shouldn't say, really. And those things that you shouldn't say change your life. They change your life. Yeah. Ananias as far as just lied to, uh, who was it, Paul? Lied, Lied to Peter and dropped dead. And there's a lot of folks carrying sicknesses. I used to grow up and see that. Folks carrying sicknesses and getting all of a sudden struck in wheelchairs and stuff like that. And then you go listen to them and they got this bitterness and this hatred in them. It's almost like just this, this thing in them. And it literally brought their health down. Can I keep preaching in here? Bible said that in the last days, folks will be disobedient to parents. Easy way to combat that, honor your parent. Call them tonight. If, you, if you're not spending the new year with them, call them and tell them, Happy New Year, Mom and Dad. I wouldn't even see this year if it wasn't for y'all. Thank God y'all hooked up. I don't care if they hate each other. You say, well, I, I'm glad y'all are here to hate each other. Because if it wasn't for y'all, I would not be here. Amen. Go buy them something. Amen. Honor them. That's how you honor folks. You can say whatever. Buy them something. That's real. Yeah, amen? Where your treasure is. See, that's, that's when we know it's real. Your parents shouldn't have a broke appliance in their house. Uh-oh. If you can't fix it, get them another one. Give them yours. See, uh, that's all right. That's, all, that's too old school. That's too old school. But that's being great. That's honoring them. Because you wouldn't be here. Just shut up. Mom, I'm, 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 shut up. 
you wouldn't be here. Don't ever put your mouth on your parents. Amen. Unthankful. Lord. The way you combat being unthankful is being content and grateful. Grateful and content. You got to be both. Actually, you can't be one without the other. Content. Content. That means the way things are right now, God, if this is the way it is, to God be the glory. And God hears that. He's like, okay, okay. So they, they, they still going to serve me. And they still going to, you know, serve me and, 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 and talk to me and love on me, even in the condition they're in now. So I'm going to take them a little bit higher for that. But if you just, oh, Lord, I know I'm in this shack. Saw some houses on the TV the other day, Lord. Oh, Lord, why can't I have one or two? Uh, look at my car. It's a bucket. Oh, but I saw a Lexus the other day. Oh, God ain't thinking about you because you're discontent. You ought to be thanking him for that bucket. Unholy. Lord, folks are just unholy. The opposite of that is rejecting sinful things and fall in love with good things. That's how you stop being unholy. I got to stay here for just a second, okay? Facebook and movie collections and song libraries. Y'all, we got to clean this stuff up. Some of this stuff we like to watch and do shouldn't even be named among believers. Amen. What Christians doing with 50 shades of gray in their movie collection? And you saved? Really? And you want to see that? Oh, I just stepped into something. Then I just step into something. Favorite show is Empire and what's that other one? Scandal. And you a believer in the truth? But you enjoy sin as a pastime? Can I just preach old school holiness up in here? Yeah, we got to clean this stuff up because, listen, like I said before, this ain't hurting, it ain't hurting me what you're doing. It's hurting you. Then you wonder why God's not hearing your prayers. He's not answering you. It's because you have a condition, an unholy condition. Amen. You got to learn to reject these sinful things. You know, one day, I mean, come on, amen. And I don't care how young you are, teenagers. Y'all need to listen to what I'm saying. Young teenage boys, you're going to be the head of a house. You're going to have to lead a house God's way. And you don't like nothing of God. 2016, you need to change it. You can't be addicted to everything that the devil likes and everything that the devil wants for you. That's what you enjoy. Amen. I'm not saying, you, I mean, you can have a good time. Some of these movies, you know, I'm not knocking all movies, but some of this stuff is porn. Why are you watching that? Without natural affections. Amen. The opposite of that is operating the way we were created to. People will be without natural affections, and we see that with homosexuality, lesbianism. But we don't just see it with homosexuality and lesbianism. We see that with role reversal in the house, where women want to be in charge of their house. And the man, they want the man to answer to them. That's unnatural. You looking for a weak man, you can boss around. That's unnatural. Truce breakers. Amen. Anybody ever knew a truce breaker? 
somebody you confide in in private and they go tell it. Yeah, that's this day because if people feel they can one-up you, they, they will. They're so selfish, they will. The truth speakers, keeping our brothers and sisters' personal business what? Private. We brothers, are we brothers and sisters in here? We're brothers and sisters in the faith. So we should be looking out for each other and trying to protect each other and not make others look bad. That's what real brothers and sisters do. I need to stay on that one, don't I? We need to do that. And I love the camaraderie we have here because we got some good men in here. We got some good old men in here. We all hang out. We spend time with each other. We talk to each other. And ain't nobody going around trying to be better than nobody and all of that kind of stuff. We don't have that. So we had a, you know, it, it pops up every now and then, but they got to leave. They can't stay in there. Emotional men just don't make it in here. They really don't. If they some little tattletales and some little girls and all that, they be gone quicker than anything. They can't, they can't hang around the, the heroes. There's too much tea in here. But this is, you know, I grew up, I didn't have brothers. I mean, I, you know, I didn't have brothers, but I, Greg was probably the closest thing to me as a brother because we literally grew up together. But other than him, you know, I just, I just really didn't have a blood brother. So to have that now, I depend on these brothers in here. And it feel, does it feel good, brothers? It feels good to have brothers. Amen. But brothers protect each other and look out for each other. Amen. And when brothers are able to do that, the wives follow. The women follow. The emotional man coming home and revving his wife up like she's a motorcycle. She's going to come in here and roll a pop a wheelie on everybody. Yeah, that's a woman that's been provoked. Her husband can't see, man. These men, they, these men here, they don't be up, man. <laughs> what they do to you, baby? What they say? <laughs> Leave, please. Go to another church. I had a dude do that one time. He came up to me and shook my hand. I said, how you doing, brother? Man, man, thanks. Man, something you said, man, when you was preaching, man. Dude, you, you just, <laughs> he ran in the restroom. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sitting there like, oh, my goodness. I mean, wow. He's in there crying. His wife came up. Can you just go in? And I said, no. Why am I? No. <laughs> <laughs> Something I was preaching hurt his feet. Dude, you ain't supposed to be here then. You're not supposed to be here. Because I guarantee you, it's going to happen again. If I come in that restroom, bruh, <laughs> y'all need to film that. That's going to be a roast. Comedy Central. Crying. Something I don't sit. That's some foolishness. <laughs> Is that not some foolishness? Truce breakers, though. You know, they can't, they can't join in this. And that's why, I, be, be, don't be a truth breaker. We want to keep our brothers and sisters personal business. Amen? Somebody confide in you with something, and you start hearing it, and it starts sounding like too much for you to really handle You just stop them and say, hey, bro, you know, I, that's making me a little uncomfortable. You, you might not ought to tell me that. You might ought to tell that to one of the elders or may tell that to pastor or something. Because, you know, I just really don't want to be responsible for that information. But don't sit there and get it and then go tell somebody else. That's a violation to that person. Amen? Now, by law, I can't do it just because I'm a minister, a licensed minister. So, licensed minister, I, you know, I, I got to keep your business. But as far as members and stuff like that, if somebody does that, you know, you just be careful with people's business. Amen? And, and can I say this? What goes around comes around. Then he said that you, people in this day would be despisers of those that are good. 
despises. What kind of devil despises people that are good? People that are good. And this, aren't, this, 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 this doesn't mean people that are perfect. This means people that are trying to do good. Trying to do something good. You despise them. All that good they doing. You're a demon from hell. Doing all that good and helping people and all that. See, people don't really know. You don't really know that person. I just despising people that are good. Well, the way you flip that is celebrating those that God uses. Amen. The only way you're gonna be next is if you glory with the pe- glory with the people that God is using. Amen. You see God doing something, you ought to rejoice. You ought to be grateful. You ought to rejoice at what God is doing here at ABC. How are you going to sit at ABC mad? When my turn? Where's my husband? I've been in here for four years. That's why you don't have them because you're talking like that. Listen to your voice. Where's my husband? Nobody want to marry you. Sound like a... <laughs> like I said like that. Where's my husband? Oh, but we don't, <laughs> we don't want to despise those that are good. We want to celebrate those that God uses. Amen? Traitors. That's somebody that is unreliable. They're a traitor. They will just stab, just stab you in the back. That's a traitor. Well, the opposite of that is being reliable and keeping your word. Amen? Amen? You say you with somebody, be with them. Amen, married folks. You married them, you stay with them. How you going to leave them and you married them and committed to it? Traitor? Heady. Receiving, the opposite of that is receiving and correcting your issues when rebuked. You don't break out and run in the restroom and cry. But you make changes in your life when you receive it. I'll take that. Okay. You got me. Amen. Yeah. Prophet Nathan came to David and told David a story. And David was, who is that? I'll cut his head off now. Who is he? Nathan said, it's you. And David just, Bible said, and wrote all of Psalms. He was regretful, but he was repentant because he received the rebuke. So he wasn't heady. Amen? High-minded. High-minded is when you think you are the bomb and you're not. And anybody that thinks they're the bomb is not. Just because you think it. And that's, that's a high-minded person. Well, the opposite of that, what we need to, the way we overcome that sin is thinking of others as more important than ourselves. Amen? Start doing stuff for folks. Start thinking of others. Pick up the phone. When you start feeling, you know, just like, oh, man, I don't have what I think I should have. I don't. I, pick up the phone and check on somebody. How are you doing? You doing okay? It don't have to be God dropped you in my spirit and, and we're going to pray. Oh, Father, praying for her, but I'm really talking about me. None of that. Don't have to be all that spiritual. You don't ain't got to get like that. Just call and check on them. That reduces you and makes them as important as yourself. 
Lovers of pleasure more than God. Mm. How do we overcome that? By loving God by following his way and not your own. That's how you do it, following God's way. That'll make you let go of the pleasures that you love, loving pleasures more. There's nothing wrong with pleasures. You can love pleasures. You just can't love them more than God. Amen? And finally, having a form of godliness, but what? Denying the power. That's no rules, no religion. That's the form of godliness, but denying the power. And the way we change that is allowing the indwelling of God's spirit to manifest from the inside out versus an outward show. Amen? Let it manifest from the inside out. I'm almost done. Depending on what we have gone through, we may have issues that are listed in this passage. Most of these sins are what? Sins of the heart and they are formed in our hearts by being hurt in some way we must address our hearts first in order to address these issues the only way to overcome hurt from our past is by purifying the heart and there's only one way to purify the heart through the washing of what God's word You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot .com